The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus appeared to the eleven, and he said to them, Go into all the world and proclaim the good news to the whole creation. The one who believes and is baptized will be saved, but the one who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. By using my name they will cast out demons, they will speak in new tongues, they will pick up snakes in their hands, and if they drink any deadly thing, it will not hurt them. They will lay their hands on the sick, and they will recover. So then the Lord Jesus, after he had spoken to them, was taken up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and proclaimed the good news everywhere, while the Lord worked with them and confirmed the message by the signs that accompanied it. The Gospel of the Lord. Today we celebrate the great solemnity of the Ascension. The Ascension of Jesus Christ has particular relevance for us today, given that we're still struggling with the pandemic after over a year and all of the attendant sufferings that are going along with it, the distancing, suppression of sacraments, public worship, and so on. Given these circumstances, the Ascension is as much about us as about Jesus. In the first instance, it's about Christ. Jesus completes his mission and victoriously ascends into heaven to receive the crown of glory and now sits at the right hand of the Father. But the benefits to us are also very real and present, if we can see it. First, the ascension breaks us out of our psychological, spiritual confinement because Jesus took on our nature and suffered with us. He experienced loss, isolation, abandonment. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? He said from the cross. And he did this all because of his love for us. And that's what we need to really allow to sink into us. He crushed the power of sin through his death. But if that were the only reason to take a body, Jesus would have discarded it, put it aside after his death, and simply rose again to be with his Father and the Holy Spirit. But he did not do that. He rose again with his human body, now glorified, and he took it into heaven, into the inner life of the Trinity. So our nature is there now, and we in anticipation. Jesus took our frail human nature and brought it right over the chasm of death into new life, eternal life. That's a reason to celebrate. And notice how St. Paul looks at this reality in that second reading from Ephesians chapter 1. He says, God raised Jesus from the dead, seated him at the right hand in the heavenly places, far above every rule and authority and power and dominion. Now, what does he mean by those terms? Rule, authority, power, and dominion. Those are heavenly ranks of angels. In other words, when Jesus took on our human nature in the incarnation, that nature was lower than the angels. But through his 
Paschal mystery, his death and resurrection, and the glorified body he now has, he takes that, and that now is superior, far above all the ranks of the angels. That's who we are, and that it gives us this great hope and dignity. Secondly, our perseverance in sanctifying grace is made possible because of what Jesus did. Because he doesn't just go and sit at the right hand of the Father, but he prays for us, he intercedes to his Father for our benefit. And it's not an abstract prayer. We have a high priest in heaven who can sympathize with our weakness because he suffered. And that's why the ascension is so crucial. But there's something even more astounding. In the book of Hebrews, it says not only that Jesus intercedes for us, but he takes his human nature, wounds and all, and he makes a sacrifice eternally to the Father on our behalf in the heavenly sanctuary. Now, why is that important? In the Old Testament, the high priest was able only one day a year on the Day of Atonement to go into the temple, the Holy of Holies, and make sacrifice for our sins. But Jesus, the new high priest, takes the historical sacrifice of his Calvary, brings it now into eternity, and offers that to the Father, always. That's why we're able to celebrate Mass the way we do. The Mass is a participation in what Jesus is doing, offering his wounded body, glorified body, to the Father in sacrifice. That makes the Ascension wonderful for us. Third, because the ascension of Jesus, the Holy Spirit is sent to us in the deepest recesses of our soul. So we're never truly alone. That makes a big difference. The Holy Spirit is more intimate to us than we are to ourselves. The scriptural names for the Holy Spirit give us a clue of how intimate it is. Counselor, comforter, advocate, Counselor, breath of the Almighty. So we have now the Holy Spirit living within us. We're never truly alone. Even in the darkest hours, God is with us. Fourth, even as we endure the limitations of this earthly life, Jesus is in heaven now preparing our future. We know this because of what Jesus said in John chapter 14. And this has present consequences for us. Do not let your hearts be troubled, he tells the apostles and us. Trust in God, trust also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places, and if it were not so, I would have told you. But I'm going ahead of you, and I'm preparing a place for you, so that where I am, there you may be also. And you know the way to the place where I'm going. And when Thomas questions it, Jesus says, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Well, with this promise, there are other benefits. Because Jesus doesn't just say he's going to prepare a place for us in heaven. He leaves us the keys to heaven. He gives them to Peter and says, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church. I give you the keys. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And Jesus gives authority to the apostles. Whoever listens to you listens to me. 
So with those keys and the authority, we can be confident that through the Catholic Church, we know how to gain entrance to heaven through her teaching, sacraments, works of charity. One last advantage here in the alternative reading that we have in the lectionary, that second reading from Ephesians chapter 4, gives us another hint of why the ascension is so important. It says, when Jesus ascended on high, he made captivity a captive and gave gifts to his people. Some would be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, teachers, to equip the saints for the work of ministry, to build up the body of Christ until all of us come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to maturity, to the full measure and stature of Christ. That's what we're given, charisms, gifts, meant for others. That's crucial because only by Jesus going back to the Father do we have the Holy Spirit poured out with those gifts. We're coming together as a family of parishes, as you know, and we're going to be holding workshops on this very issue of the charisms because there's a way to discern how we are gifted. Each of us have unique gifts, and they're meant for others, and we need to know what they are so that we can be in the right ministry, offering our best gifts, those that have been given to us. So look for that in the bulletin. There will be announcements coming as to how to partake in that workshop. I've been through it before. It's wonderful, and it gives us a new insight as to how God has given us much for the building up of the body. All of this is part of the ascension. It's a crucial event, and we're meant to celebrate it and embrace it. So may God bless you as we thank God for sending his son for his suffering and death, resurrection, and ascension into heaven.